The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Cap Crusher, there it is. 
has it sunk in deep. He's breaking oh. on that compromised knee. And Woods, hang on. This is agonizing. Woods in trouble. Looking for the bottom rope. AJ cranking with everything he's got. Rolling, reaching. Xavier Woods just inches away from the bottom rope. Only taps. Here's your winner by submission. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh, 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 oh. A, a, a sneak attack from behind. What's up? Even Marie should have never turned her back. What sort of okay. message does this send? It should have been no. competition. The match hasn't even begun. The bell oh. has not rung. This is what Eva Marie created, okay? Eva Marie brought Dewdrop to WWE. She created this disdain that Dewdrop now has. Dewdrop, see, Dewdrop still has a lot to learn. The match hasn't even begun, and she's trying to pin Eva. She's counting. This is disrespect at the highest level. <laughs> Counted all the way to three. Mind games, Corey, mind games. And the winner of this match is the message and you see how he enforces it oh, oh cover hopefully it's mercifully over emphasis on the board and it is here is your winner oh mas this could do it if uh oh, oh! that's got to be it that has got to be it to the cover Here is your winner, Nia Jax! From the top, floating bro! To the cover, shoulders down, and the champions retain! Here are your winners, and still the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro! Randy Orton still assaulting AJ Styles on the outside. Oh. It's the chaos. It is now Riddle who is at the mercy of the almighty WWE Champion. And here comes Randy Orton with the R. K. Oh, I don't believe it. Right into the reckoning. Got it. Cover. Shoulders down. And the champion retains against all odds. Here's your winner, and still, the United States Champion, Damian Priest!
voice all the way i went for a three mile run so that's probably why i don't sound that good funny i was shooting hoops at 5 a.m <laughs> damn yeah man well shit man it's illegal down here to even be shooting hoops i don't know if you still? know that. still dude don't even get me started i don't give a shit man i've been fucking <laughs> this is not even officially the show yet but i've been fucking going after curfew times, man, because fuck this shit, man. It's been two years and we're still in this shit. Now your New Zealand's got it worse than you guys. Yeah, New Zealand's a fuck because they get one case and they're in lockdown, bro. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's just stupid, man. The whole world is... turned into a communist. Oh my, yeah, well, that's what it essentially is, dude. That's what it is. Yep, Russia and China run the world, my friend. Yeah, mate, it's true, man, and that's why we call it fucking, uh, well, I call it North Korea down here, but you might as well call it the People's Republic of Australia. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. if, if, any, if, if the Australian government heard me say this shit, I'd probably get arrested any second now. I'd have cops banging fucking through my door. Uh, I might, uh, for a nice, for, for the right price, I might uh, rat you out, buddy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's okay. I'm from Greece anyway, not Australia. I don't know Australia. <laughs> but anyway, how about we get into it, man? I mean, shit, I might as well even have this part of the show. I mean, it's pretty funny, but uh, wait, where, where was my fucking shit? Give me one moment, Kev. All right, Kevin. Uh, we, we mentioned China. I don't want like the internet to hate us like they did to John Cena, though. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about China with a Y, dude. Me too. The the wrestler, you know, R.I.P. to China, and I'm not talking about C-H-I-N-A. I'm talking about China, the professional wrestler. She was good, man. She had her ups and downs, yeah. She definitely had her ups and downs. You get my drips, wink, wink. Uh, all right, all right, Sean Waltman over here. <laughs> oh, actually, this one's better for it. Oh, it's not coming up. Oh, that sucks. I'm trying to access the audio effects, but it won't let me. Thanks, Podbean. You matarat, as Don Tony used to say. Stugat. Stugat, ma va fangulo. Gabagul. Gabagul. eh, Kevin? That means everything all good, Kevin. Absolutely, absolutely. Total posto. Fogo de chao. <laughs> Molto bene. <laughs> a- anyway, anyway, enough of the. Oh man, this is stupid, man. Sorry, dude. It's just uh, Pod Bean over here is fucking beaning me out. I mean, w- one moment, anyway. We gotta bean you up, Scotty. 
<laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> I remember that. Beat me up, Scotty. Oh, where the fuck was my... Hang on. Un momento, Kevin. Um, all right, I'm ready, I think. I've got my ashtray. You don't smoke, do you, Kev? Nope, never even tried it. Really? Yes, sir. Fuck, you're, one, you're one lucky dude, bro. I wish I never started smoking. I hit a certain age when I like realized it was weird that I never tried it, so that I could always say nah. that, so I just never tried it, you know? Nah, man. Why is it weird that you never tried it? No, a good it's, weird. A good weird. It's rare. It's definitely rare, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I never even popped one or nothing. Damn, dude. Not even weed? Um, yeah, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> wow, it's true. Only dope is for dopes, dude. It is for dopes. <laughs> you know, like that old saying. <laughs> no, but anyway. No, I learned about cool. watching you, all right? I learned about watching uh, you. Well, what are you trying to say? Nah, <laughs> nah trust me. Kids <laughs> old do not classic do American drugs. commercial I just parodied there. <laughs> what up, Mahal? Is that Jinder Mahal? Jinder Mahal's. Into my balls, exactly. Well, anyway, Kev, let's get into it, man. Welcome, Time everyone. Let's now. rock. Well, let's rock it. I mean, is this our first episode or is this our. S <laughs> do, do we christen this as number one? Yeah, I would say it's number one. Oh, All right. Little well, rebrand, number one on the rebrand. We're like uh, we're like NXT now, but getting hipper oh, instead of. We'll get lame. into that. We'll get into that <laughs> one too, but that's disgusting. But anyway, we'll get into that. But let's get into it officially. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC Monday Night Machismo. Yes, that's right. It's Monday Night Machismo because it's two real dudes, I guess, with attitudes, right? Right, Kevin Sixty Time Panetta? That's right. We're just oozing machismo. Oozing machismo, man. And I just want to say, man, not only are we on the PWC network where you're hearing us right now, but we're officially a part of the Hitting the Marks podcasting network family, which shout outs to Jago and Vickery. We're proud to be part of the family, man. I mean, that's a big deal, right, Kev? That's right. Um, RBV's the man, so is Mike Jargo. Awesome guys. And, and like anytime we talk to uh, people on the internet, we're always hitting the mark, so it's a good uh. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, on Twitter, I mean. <laughs> that's that's well well put nice segue there kev that, that was indeed perfectly put and we do hit the marks all over the social media and i mean jesus christ man i mean after seeing punk's debut on rampage you know on week one dude there was grown men crying yeah i made a lot of uh jokes about that guy <laughs> I, I, oh. I i think it's cool that you cry and you're allowed to cry during rest but if I see you cry, I'm definitely going to roast you. <laughs> well, if I cry, you cry, then we all cry together, man. That's right. And I'll still roast you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyway, I guess we started with a bit of machismo already. But like I said, man, we're, we're proud to, f to have joined the Hitting the Marks podcast network family. And I guess this is officially the, the very first episode to, to, to kick it off, man. So... Monday Night Machismo, remember the name, because it's nothing but Machismo, baby. <laughs> yep. Time to find out if we're like old dirty bastard and if we like it raw or we don't like the raw. <laughs> oh, well, that's, well, that's the thing. Is it medium raw or 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know, man, but this Raw on Monday night was, uh, I don't know, man, a little bit confusing if you want to put it. Um, Explain. What do you mean confusing well, to start well, off? That wouldn't have been my first thoughts. Well, who's Bobby Lashley going to be facing, man? Coming up at Extreme gonna... Rules. Um, somehow he's going to end up facing... I think they're stalling for two months. To get past Extreme <laughs> Rules, then he doesn't have to defend the title at uh, Survivor Series. So I think they're kind of just stalling right now. stupid already? Yeah, absolutely. But they haven't built anybody up, honestly, unless... I mean, unless I mean, Sheamus goes face or something, or Orton or Riddle don't defend the tag titles and one of them go for the world title. Well, I'm hearing it could be Orton. Is yeah, I heard even... that too. I heard that too. I mean, is it Damian Priest? Then are they not? I guess they just won't defend the tag titles the next pay-per-view? <laughs> well, I mean, I, mean, I, got, I mean, no, they're going for the tag titles, excuse me, at the next pay-per-view. Then why are they even so in I'll... a bit of a... Then why are they even in the program with Lashley on Raw? Like, what the hell's going on? Like I said, I think they're just stalling for two months. May I think he will fight Orton, but it won't be for three months. <laughs> oh, this is silly, man. See, and that's the thing about WWE. I mean, I want to fucking like this shit, man. I thought, you know, there was a bit of a turn. And I'll admit, right, SummerSlam was probably a lot better than people give it credit for, right? It was but, uh, very eclectic. It was hit or miss parts of it. Right, but is it because was it because of the CM Punk effect? Because I really feel like CM Punk debuting on on Rampage almost killed any sort of heat that SummerSlam even had. I wouldn't go that far, but it definitely made us. It made like they overevaluated Becky Lynch. They thought oh, Becky Lynch oh. coming back is just as big as CM Punk coming back, and that just shows how arrogant <laughs> the company is in general. Really at all? Like they really feel that Becky Lynch is as big as CM Punk. Maybe at one point in their career, like a CM Punk, not right now, might have been at the same level as Becky, but CM Punk has uh, been craving him for seven years. Is about 10, 30 times more of a star than Becky Lynch right now, in my oh. opinion. But is it fair on Becky Lynch to be getting this sort of heat, though? Um... Well, the fans are still cheering for her. She's just not as big as CM Punk. By no means whatsoever is she being hated. And they're well, trying to turn her heel, which is asinine. The, the crowd, IWC, the crowd the IWC wow. is, is pretty much saying otherwise. That's what I've been reading anyway. Uh, they're always going to say that. It depends on which half of the IWC you talk to. Right. Well, yeah, that's true you talk too. talk to the WWE fan side, and then it's great. No, it's genius. You talk to the AEW side. We're idiots. Now we're both in the middle. <laughs> See, well, I'm in the I middle. Hate you. See, I hate that shit already, man. Why is there even fucking teams like you know, Team AEW, man? And like, you know, we've got Team Neckbeards against Team Smarks. <laughs> and, 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 and tell me, Kev, do you know which team is which? I don't think they know what team is which. Sometimes they <laughs> complain about something and the other show's doing it better. Because they don't watch it. Jeez. Oh, Apparently they don't. But yeah, but come on. Even Brock Lesnar returning, Becky Lynch returning. Even though, if you remember, I called it Kev. I said Becky Lynch will be will will re will, will come back at SummerSlam. Did I not say that? You did. 
Oh, no, the, Bro the Brock Lesnar returning? That's very, very interesting, but they got to follow through with it. Like, are we going to wait a month to see him now? They had the fifth, like, if he was being a face and with that uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns on the next SmackDown all together, that would be very interesting. <laughs> but they're like, right. oh, let's just push it off till Brock feels like coming again. Well, that's it. What is going on with Brock? I guess we got to wait till he's done hunting or something. They should, if he wasn't going to come <laughs> back, they should have waited. You know? Uh, fucking Brock Lesnar, man. What was the point, Drew? But anyway, you're right, man. But see, I think all of that was a direct answer to CM Punk signing with AEW and appearing on Rampage. We'll never know. Uh, you're probably, but we'll never know. They had to have some return plans. They don't, they had to have something. Like, I think Brock was probably planned to return. I think Beck jumped the gun because whatever's going on with Sasha. Yeah, true, I guess, man. No doubt. But uh, let's get into it. Sure. Right. Oh, but you know what? Before we get into Raw, let's let's talk about some other news, actually, before we get into it. Because uh, did you hear what Roman Reigns said about CM Punk not being a draw? Yeah, I think he was being more in character than uh, than other people think. But yeah, at but the time, what he, what he was saying is correct. He like CM Punk wasn't as over as The Rock or John Cena. He was more over than Roman Reigns, though. And yeah, definitely. By far. By a mile, dude. And CM Punk, uh, I guess that's why he's fighting Darby Allen and not just taking a spot right away. Maybe he's trying to not be a hypocrite right now. But we'll find no, out if he's in the main event in two weeks well, and he's doing the same thing. Well, see, I'm glad you brought that up because my problem with that, right, is we need some heat, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's no, like, heat. Like, Darby hasn't done shit. You know, CM Punk is just, like, putting him over with his words. You know, it's, yeah. it's basically a let's suck each other's dick sort of thing, except Darby Allen sort of kept quiet lately, and CM Punk is doing nothing but shining his knob up. I think they just want to give him, like, a it's like a warm-up match because he's not going to fight on a paper or on a, a dynamite first, you know? Obviously, so no. Like him somebody, not. somebody small that he won't. I mean, Darby can injure anybody. How reckless he is, but it's somebody he can throw yeah, around. Yeah. He can do any move. You know, he can get back in the swing of things. Darby will make him look good. He was never a problem putting him over, and he's a homegrown guy. Right. If he fought another right. WWE guy, then it's, it's 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 been we've been there, done oh, that. You know. But the thing is, Kev, I wouldn't call him a homegrown guy because he was kind of under the WWE system before AEW as the was same character. Bob? Was he yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. Right. and stuff? He but was. You can say that about anybody because there was only besides New Japan drone guys, because there was only one right. company for so long. I see, I see where you're coming from, but still, you know what I mean? That character of his, whatever he's meant to be, some emo Jeff Hardy sort of wannabe. Let's be honest, he's kind of like the next Jeff Hardy, man. Yeah, definitely. I think he's a better worker than Jeff Hardy was in singles wise, but to be Ooh. honest. What, at, at that wise. time of their careers? Or, or yeah. like... Jeff Hardy was always reckless as a solo guy. He didn't get over until he had that, that feud with CM Punk when he won the title, in my opinion. Everyone yeah, loved him just because it was Jeff Hardy, the daredevil, that did the crazy shit. Not just that. I remember that feud, CM Punk said some, said some harsh shit, dude. Yep. There, there, was, it was, there was some truth to all that shit, too, because if I remember correctly... The Hardys and Punk don't get along, man, in real life. Uh, I don't know if they still don't, but no, absolutely not. They uh, they always got... There was real heat there, dude. 
Absolutely. CM Punk so, got personal with it. Right. When they both were even Matt was going through a rough time like that back then too. Remember that, that, that was both off their fucking heads, dude. Yeah, it's stuff you uh when someone's trying to better himself, you kinda like don't rip him for that when you're trying to be a better person. Right. That was a low blow, man. They, he, like Punk didn't need to go there, man. And then you're straight edge and you're making fun of people for trying to doing drugs, that's pretty fucking low, you know? Kev. Are you lose me? Oh yeah, I lost you there for a second, man. Say that last bit again, please. I said if you're you're a straight edge and you're ripping people for trying to quit doing drugs, that's pretty fucking love, CM Punk. Oh, big time, dude. Big time. Yeah, I so remember I understand that heat there. Right, absolutely. And I remember Jeff and Matt doing a response to that, like a personal response. Like they did a video and they were both off their faces, dude. Weren't they in a diner or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that yeah. one, that's the one. That's the one with the diner, right? How off their tree were those guys, man? Absolutely. The problem <laughs> tank had to be on, like, uh, they, I'm sure they're taking a lot of, I'm, I, I, they probably, I'm not going to say, I'm sure they are. Most wrestlers are on a lot of pain pills for that and that stuff with alcohol. Yeah, so much yeah, alcohol. Yourself. Don't do it, kids. Nah. <laughs> Don't try that shit. <laughs> Fuck somers. Yep. But yeah, Worst man, combination. Absolutely. I mean, how many wrestlers have died from that combination, dude? Too many. Too many and too young. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. That's true, man. But uh, let's get into Raw, man. And we got Raw coming from uh, Oklahoma City, uh, from the, the Paycom Center. And, uh, well, you know, Jimmy Smith welcomes the viewers to the show and he's joined in commentary by Corey Graves and Byron Saxon. Mike Rome was the ring announcer for tonight, and uh, the U.S. champion Damian Priest makes his way down to the to the ring for an open challenge. Priest addressed the crowd and said he feels alive. He spoke in Spanish briefly, and then welcomed viewers to the Monday to Monday Night Raw. Priest said he would show the U.S. title the respect it deserves, similar to the way that Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, John Cena did before him. Priest also said that wrestlers were not like Bobby Lashley, who ran away like a coward during a tag team match last week priest said he would handle the title right priest then asked who who was going to be and said the open challenge starts right now then we get seamus's music hitting he comes down with a mic in hand and referred to priest as demo seamus <laughs> said seamus said he agrees with priest when it comes to lashley running out on him last week seamus enters, enters the ring and told priest that he was going to bro kick the smile off his face and take back his gold then we get Drew McIntyre making his way to the ring. He said that as much as he wants to see Priest beat Sheamus's ass for the 5,000th time, the OKC crowd deserves something new. McIntyre said the US title has eluded him throughout his career. McIntyre enters the ring and proposed that he face Priest for the title. Sheamus was upset. And then we get Lashley coming to the ring. I mean, geez. With MVP, the almighty wanted to hold an open challenge every single week. MVP said before he was interrupted by Goldberg chants, MVP said that the problem has already been dealt with, much like Lashley has dealt with his enti the entire roster. So it doesn't make sense for him to have an open challenge. M MVP said Priest wanting to have an open challenge was admirable, but not good for Priest's business. On the other hand, MVP said Lashley beating Priest for the US title and becoming a co-champion would be good for business. And then we get fucking Randy Orton here and Jesus Christ, dude. So we get Auden coming to the ring, onto the stage while Riddle 
Scooted alongside him, allowed RK Brochamp breaks out. Orton said he didn't want to put words in Riddle's mouth, but he thinks everything MVP said sucked. Orton called Lashley a greedy son of a bitch who wants something he can't have in a second championship. Lashley said he he wants a second championship, but it doesn't have to be the US championship. Maybe I should take your tag team titles, Lashley said. Riddle said that he had a great idea. Riddle suggested that he and Orton also hold an open challenge, whoopity-whoop, against Lashley and MVP. Orton said that's now how an open challenge works. MVP then cuts off Orton and said they accept the challenge. Priest also agreed to face McIntyre. Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville then walks onto the stage. They announced Priest versus McIntyre versus Sheamus in the triple threat for the US Championship and confirmed Orton and Riddle versus Lashley and MVP for the Raw Tag Titles. Then Rhea Ripley makes her friggin' entrance. The broadcast team hypes Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler as coming up next. A graphic showed Ripley and Nikki, should I say trash, along with Baszler and Nia Jax. But anyway, Kev, what do you think of that topsy-turbsy opening segment on Raw, bro? It was uh, it was kind of convoluted. It was kind of a mess. There was a few parts I liked. Uh, Damian Priest is starting to sound a little more natural on the mic. Um, right. Riddle is the, probably the, the greatest thing on Raw right now, too, so that's good. Definitely. Once you hear uh, Sheamus's music come out first for, like, a challenge, and that was already a buzzkill right there and killed any, like, <laughs> excitement I had for the show. Not because it's Sheamus, just because they've had how many fights him and Damian Priest? <laughs> now was it, like, six weeks, Dude, six fights already, you know? Six weeks, more uh, like fucking three months. months at least. Yeah, yeah, four months. It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, come on. You know how, like, um, like Family Guy will pull, like, cutouts out of a bag and just do random stuff? It just felt like it was, like, paint by the numbers, <laughs> copy and paste, yeah. one-on-one. And then, yeah, like, who's feuding, with, who's feuding with who? Like, okay, now Lashley's going for the tag team, but they don't want him to get – well, they don't want Lashley to get pinned, so throw MVP in the match. And it was just uh, a big mess. And why even throw Rhea Ripley in there, too, just to get the girls on TV early? I don't I, – like, what's she going to do, fight for uh, – the U.S. title, it's all just a mess. It was a big, big Dude, mess. Who the fuck booked this shit? I don't think anybody did. I think they're just drawing <laughs> names out of a hat. You reckon? You <laughs> think they're, 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 they're No, nah, I don't think they're doing that. But it's really like they could be playing 2K19, and like that's what the computer <laughs> said pretty much. It's like that, just random. and True. 2K20 didn't even happen. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I thoroughly liked that game, if it wasn't for the glitches, that game would have been great. Unfortunately, the glitches just killed the freaking game and it still kills the game till this day. I like it. Um, I bought it like a year after it came out and you can't do too many – as long as you don't use custom guys or rings, it's – See, and that's true. a big – well, that's an issue for me, dude, because I love yeah. downloading the custom dudes, especially like – Yeah, I made, I made like, AEW. I'm like, I have an AEW promotion, so it definitely kills it for me too, but – Right, that's why 2K19 is the way to go, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a whole mess. That was a big convoluted mess. But the only good parts were Damian Priest is starting to sound more natural and Matt Riddle is great. I think he, I think, I hope he's the one to, not Randy Orton, I hope uh, Riddle's the guy to beat Lashley one day. Yeah, that would be great, actually. But, see, I guess this sort of is setting up for Survivor Series, right? You'd think. We think. <laughs> That's what it comes. That's the only way I can make sense of it, man. So yeah, they're not even worried about uh, what's extreme rules next, <laughs> right? Extreme rules, and that's a problem, though, man. Then why bother even having that freaking show in the first place? 
And then um, isn't isn't the draft going to be in October this year too? Yes, I'm, I'm hearing there is a draft coming up in October. Why not have the draft after Survivor Series? You're going to get traded, and then like you're, you're newly on that show anyway. So we're going to see the same people <laughs> fighting again. You know? <laughs> Fuck the vino, Kev. They make that makes no sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, Kev. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, and that's the thing. So that's why I'm assuming these guys are planning for Survivor Series because if they're not, then uh, WWE, what the fuck are you doing? Doesn't the I know you're gonna I know the answer to this. Doesn't the roster just seem too small now too? Like I know we had like a couple different matchups, but it's still the same eight guys like every week. Yeah, man. I, no, I agree 100%, especially on a three-hour Raw, man. I, I say bring this rosters together again, man. I, I, I can't I can't handle this. Co- at this least guy. combine the tag belts, you know? Right. And but combine if you're the combine, women titles. But if you're going to do that... Many, like if, if Roman Reigns is the only champ, then you're not going to have a competitive, like, no, like you need a competitive other world title where there's a chance the guy's going to lose it for a while. But I would combine uh, definitely the women's and the tag belts, definitely, right now. Oh, man. Uh, all I know is, man, just just give us something different, man. Do you know yeah, how bad man. it is? We got Nia Jax in two segments. <sighs> she and might we'll have had another that. backstage segment and I zoned out. She might have been in three segments for all we know. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Seriously, like, the fans online absolutely rip Nia apart. Right, yes, they do. So why does WWE continue to throw her in our faces week in, week out? Like, like yeah, you hate her, have her even more. You know what I mean? Like, I've been hearing. Uh, I forget which news place was reporting it. They were saying that WWE thinks they're winning if the internet cries about something because the internet's like a very small but vocal group. So if the internet's oh. crying about it, that means they're doing the right thing. That's what the uh, WD management supposedly thinks, and that's why. Well, <laughs> well, whatever the case, no. <laughs> I don't hate Just, Nia Jax. There's a there's a there's a there's a spot on her for the on the roster. No, no, no. Especially if was still uh, dominant. I don't Not hate her either, man. Sorry, I was just taking a drink. I don't actually hate her either. I think she's good, but she just doesn't give a flying fuck, dude. I don't even think she's she's not bad. But the people like her and Dana Brooke got called main roster too early. You know, they weren't ready yet. They they maybe could have been good. They stayed in NXT another six months to a year, year and a half. Well, I feel like Nia Jax is putting on weight every year, man. She's getting bigger. I'm okay with that. That's, that's her. That's good for her gimmick. Get as big as you want. Yeah. That's what makes her like, if she lost weight and was like almost skinny and stuff, she'd just be like every other girl. This makes her special. No, well, not, 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 obviously not go too skinny. Like, you know what I mean? Not, not like that. But like, man, she's got to be worried about fucking high blood pressure and cholesterol by this stage, right? Oh, health wise. Yeah. Lose weight for health wise. But like for her gimmick and being on TV, fatten up. (laughs) (laughs) Fatten up. Don't don't stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. I'm joking. Don't kids, fight. don't take Kevin Pinetta's uh, advice. Whatever you do, <laughs> do not stay fat. But then again, there's nothing, nothing wrong with being fat. 
it does make her more unique. It makes her stand out more. If she lost weight, she would just be Tamina, you know? Oh, Tamina's put on a few fucking pounds too, dude. I think she always was. She's just wearing like a tighter outfit now because she's starting to lose weight. It's just not flattering yet. I'm talking to yeah. the dollar kid. I know my women. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something stupid, but I better not. <laughs> well, let's move on. Speaking of women, to our first match of the night between Rhea Ripley with Nikki Trash versus Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax. Jax delivered a promo on the apron. She said she didn't know what her tag partner would do, but she would splatter Ripley and Ash by the end of the match and would do the same to Charlotte Flair later in the show. Baszler paced Ripley's hand under the apron and stomped on it, heading into a break. Baszler continued to target Ripley's hand. Ripley eventually came back with a suplex into a bridge for a two-count. Baszler went on for an armbar. Ripley blocked it, and then Baszler punched at her bad hand and wrist. Ripley reached the ropes with her foot to break the hold. Jax attacked Ash at ringside and gave her a Samoan drop on the floor. Ripley was distracted by this and rolled into a pin, but she reversed it and got the three count. Ripley, Ripley beat Shayna Baszler in about 10 and a half minutes. What do you think, Kev? I do love Rhea Ripley. She looked great. Um, I hate how Shayna Baszler never wins. She's a shell of her former self just because of booking reasons. <laughs> right. Um, I'm I'm not digging uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash together. I think it's just because I'm not a I'm not. A, I was gonna give Nikki Ash a chance, but I, I'm not buying it. She might need a heel turn, or like you like mean, we said before, she needs to do heroic things, not tell us. They need to have some uh, backstage videos of her doing something nice, doing something good, make us like her, not just because she uh, almost is good, you know, or almost is a superhero. Almost. Don't tell us. Because, show us. Because- because everybody wants to be an almost superhero, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, well, everyone wants to be a superhero, especially now, but show her doing something good. Help an old lady right. cross the street, do something nice. Instead of like, some of that hurricane. Most of the ones were cheating, too. Even if she cashed in money in the bank, like, did she cheat? Cheated. It's not right, good. She She's did. Not... Mm-hmm. So there's nothing bad with the segment, per se. I just, I just don't like how Shana is kind of like a shell of her former self. And Nikki's character, they just don't know how to write it. They don't know how so to make why, it care about it. And, and that's the problem. Why even bother doing this gimmick change if they don't even know what to do moving forward? Toy sales? Toy sales. Yeah, I guess it's great for merch, right? Yeah, I got little girls probably want to buy like toys of that and buy the mask. But I don't even know if they sell the mask yet, but maybe she'll sell <laughs> some toys before she wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, because little girls around the world want to almost be superheroes, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, man, it is what it is. I mean, I thought this match was, yeah, it was all right. I, I mean, I'm a fan of Rhea Ripley, but I feel like the pairing with um, with almost superhero, <laughs> I feel like it's almost done because one is Australian, one is Scottish. They both sound different. Let's pair them together. Or are they just... Don't have any stories. So they're like, let's just throw these two people together. Get you both on TV. You How both can faces. these two women not have a fucking story arc? What's uh, Rhea Ripley's gimmick now? You know, like she's been not the same Ripley when she was in NXT. I don't think they even know who Rhea Ripley is. Maybe it's Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, why I don't not believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it either. So. I mean, I don't have a clue, Kev, and that's my point. I feel like WWE's at a 
crossroads with their booking at the moment, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It is what it is. Uh, it was look. It was an enjoyable match. Nothing to like write home, but it was all right. It was it was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. it is what it is. It was all right. It was just a TV, you know, a typical Raw match. But yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But next, we get the Viking Raiders backstage in front of their weird red light. They delivered a generic promo about inflicting brutality on their opponents and said, Raid! Repeatedly at the end. Saxon hyped the Viking Raiders versus Jinder Mahal and Via. The Your Viking favorite. Raiders, ugh, the Viking Raiders made their entrance for the match. So we go to match number two. The, between the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar versus Jindama Balls and Veer Me Out of the Way with Shanky. So we get a portion of the Hill Trio's entrance was shown. Mahal tried to place Eric in, in the Kalas, but uh, Eric avoided or Kalas, whatever the fuck it is. But Eric <laughs> avoided it and tossed him to the floor. Ivar took out Via and Shanky with a dive from the apron in the ring. Eric and Ivar hit the Viking experience on Mahal, and then Eric pinned him. The Viking Raiders beat Jinder Mahal and Via in around four minutes and 45 seconds. What the fuck was this shit, Kev? At least the right team won. At least the right, right. team won. Right. And uh, I like Jinder Mahal, but these uh, Shanky and Veer with them aren't working to, for me. Anything they just don't Jinder look- Mahal is not working got- right now, dude. Yeah, they, they got to do something else with him. He'd be better off on his own right now. I think they he, they put them together thinking Jinder could get them over, and it's just not working. They do not look – they're big guys. But they don't look the least bit intimidating. They look kind of like Indian. Oh, that, that's not that. <laughs> no offense, no offense, but you guys, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Come Great on. Khali would kick your ass, Jimmy. If you he heard probably you right would. Now. He probably would. He's a, he's a rarity though, man. Look, well, one thing I've noticed, dude, Shout out to Jinder Mahal looks intimidating, but Shanky and Veer don't. Well, I was going to say, I think Canada got the most intimidating-looking Indians around the world because Canada, apparently, they got Indian gangs over there, right, which is laughable to me, right? Sorry, I don't want to laugh about it, but come on, man. Like, just, you know, the I just want to say, and, and you guys know this, you know, and I've got plenty of Indian friends, but, 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 but the – but the what do you call it? What's the word? Like the oh man, I've gone blank on the on the word. But uh, what are you trying? No, no, no. Like the perception, the perception of Indians is like they're not tough. You know what I'm saying? No, they're, they're like they're doctors. Kind of really right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but but in this case, right? Like I said, Canada seemed to get all the big, mean-looking ones, right? Which is funny because here there's so many of them, but I've never come across any of those ones before in my life i don't know how it is in the u.s but here <laughs> just well, uh, i don't know when man. veer was with that uh the tag team in nxt when uh malcolm bivens was their manager he he didn't he seemed like he was a little more intimidating then he just looks kind of lost now to be honest right right it's just weird man it's just uh, i don't know but it's no offense i'm just saying it's it's the perception yeah, yeah the stereotype is that Indians are more it. smarter than they yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's a stereotype. Just like you know me. I'm 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 of Greek heritage. What what does everybody say to us? You backdoor Greeks. <laughs> yeah, and same with me. I'm not perverted. I'm Italian. That's it. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right, man. That, that's right. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, hey, he's a fucking uh, Dago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
and I'm yeah. and I'm a grease ball. You know what I'm saying? So why do why do Italian guys wear gold chains? So oh, we know where on. to stop shaving. So we know where there to stop shaving. Yeah. See, and even here, dude, all, all the Greeks and Italians, like back in the day, used to wear the thick gold chains. You know what I mean? And here, yeah. like, you know, like in Jersey and whatnot, even New York, right? Hey, heck, even Jersey. Philly, Kev. Even yeah, yeah Jersey, 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 right? Even in Philly, like, because there's a lot of Italians, you know, in the tri-state area there, right? And, and there's a lot of Greeks too, right? But you yeah, know, fuck known, yeah. yeah, like fucking right, guy, my guy. To, to talk like that with a thick fucking, you know, Jersey accent or, or like the you know, New York accent. Jersey, that's it. Like, you know, like the way Enzo sounds even. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> yeah. And even here, dude, like the way they would be here, right? Everybody would be like, oh, my God, bro. I'm fully sick, bro. You know what I mean? I'm fully sick. I've got all the thick chains, bro, you know? Like yeah. that's how they would all act here. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty funny, man. Like just how like all the all the yeah. like Italians around the world, Greeks around the world, or whatnot. Like I was saying, the perception is pretty much all the same worldwide. Yeah, it's mostly because like movies and TV shows pretty much said all that. I, I guess with the Indians, it's the ones we met in real life too. But they're obviously they're not all like that. General well, Hall no, is a badass no. dude. Right, but that's my point. He's from Canada. Apparently, Canada have got all the mean looking <laughs> ones that I've never come across. But anyway, course, all, this, Canadian, all Canadians are nice, but the Indians there are, are badass. They 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 G'd up, bro. <laughs> Yoked. <laughs> anyway, we move this move right along. We get Drew McIntyre, we'll show him getting fired up, and then looking at his sword backstage. The broadcast team hyped the triple threat match for the US Championship as coming up next. And we get a brief NXT coming video airing which is a bit odd. What'd you think of that, Kev? I hate this. I, I like rap, but I, I don't like that Wale song. Can I ask, what the fuck were they thinking and what the fuck were they on while doing that? I understand they rap? wanted to make a change. So to change, they went harsh. They went like are 90 they... degrees instead of 30, you know? <laughs> are we going, are we possibly getting a G-rated professional wrestling slash sports entertainment show it's pretty close to that right now oh no you mean instead of pg <laughs> instead no, of pg so. bro we, i'm not even talking about pg 13 not pg i don't I'm, think so it's i'm talking about g bro straight up g and i'm not talking about for gangster you know what I mean? i'm talking about for you know g for the kids i don't think the changes are going to be as harsh as uh we think they're going to be i think they're just trying to differentiate themselves from as much as it looks like AW Dynamite's original uh, paint splash font. I think they're trying to differentiate themselves from them. I think they were too Ooh. similar and they were like in the same market. So they're going to try to oh, look boy. different than Dynamite. Oh, so that's God, man. I don't know, man. If if they, I don't know what to think. He's just silly and retarded, in my opinion. I mean, what a way to kill off the heat. Any sort of heat that NXT even had, dude. We'll it's find dead. out tonight, and I bet you tonight's the same. Well, is it, is it just because they showed the commercial? Is it, is it the rebranding start tonight, or is that in a couple weeks? I don't know. That's a good question. I assume tonight, right? You'd think. Yeah, I bet you tonight's the same exact show. Like, they didn't really <laughs> make new pickups. It's, it's going to be the same thing. They just lost oh, Adam Cole. They're, they'll probably re-sign Johnny Gargano when his, whenever his, he's a free agent. <laughs> 
So we're getting an all new inclusive uh, WWE NXT. I think it's just going to be more character driven instead of how it was wrestling driven, which the IWC probably will end up hating that. I'll like that. I love Velveteen Dream and all the characters. I like Cameron Grimes. I hey, like me too. Uh, LA Knight. Right. But as, long as, not, as long as they're not like bums or not like Omas where they can't move, <laughs> but also like. Oh, you know, we're getting bums. Or maybe they're just sewing us off, dude. I mean, we did hear about NXT possibly having another show, right? No, I didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't? Well, apparently, they, no. this was a couple of months ago. There, there was talk that NXT is going to have another show, which will be all the bums. <laughs> right? It was like made again for NXT or something? Uh, don't quote me, but I'm just saying, right? It, it's basically for the bums, right? And it's going to involve Evolve as well. And, uh, yeah. So could it possibly be this all along and we just all being played? <laughs> so it's going to be like how they wanted, like a, uh, how FCW was. like it was oh, Right. Yeah, pretty now. much. Just the they bums, do, though. They do need that, and I wouldn't put that on TV. Let the people grow. You mess up once in the ring and you're hated for six months on Twitter right now, you know? Some of these young guys don't get a chance to grow. Yeah, but that would be thank you for shit. True, they're rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They really don't give a shit what fucking anybody thinks online. They they don't even fuck. They they go to their own beat, dude. They don't give a fuck what I think, what you think, what any I of the fans think. Some of the people do, but they're not allowed to show it. You know, I think Triple H cares a little bit, but he still won't do what we want. You know, he'll still do what the bottom line is because they have board members and they have to answer oh. to the members. Oh, Triple H definitely cares, no doubt about it. I, yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. But that's that's only Hunter, you know what I mean? Who else gives a shit? Nick Khan doesn't give a shit. Yep, Vince. Uh, <laughs> Vince cares, but he doesn't see wrestling the way we do. He you sees know what I mean? wrestling as sports entertainment, Kev. And yeah, speaking he sees of- it, but he sees it less athletic than we see. It. He sees it as Omas, just. He's a giant. He sees Hulk Hogan and Andre still, dude. Yeah. He's 100% that way. I'm like 65 that way. And AEW's like 40 that way. (laughs) You know? Man, it's it's shocking, dude. But in saying, speaking of Nick Khan earlier, did you hear his conference call by any chance? I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I saw all like the bites online. I saw people talking about it. I saw some clips and stuff. Do you know what he said? And I quote. Eight hour SmackDown? (laughs) No, no. There was talk of a four hour Raw, though. And he said an eight hour SmackDown. I I didn't hear that part, but what do you think? He really said that? Eight hour SmackDown. Yes, he did. He said, but the creative can only handle a certain amount of time to have uh, quality entertainment, but they would be better with a four hour Raw and an eight hour SmackDown. Somebody shoot this guy now. Seriously, maybe actually don't shoot the guy, okay? I'm just saying, right? If you own WWE stocks, the guy's great. (laughs) If you just like the product, the guy's terrible. (laughs) Man, this guy. And you know what else he said, dude? Nah, well, maybe. And I'll quote, WWE does not live in the past. Goldberg. Goldberg. Not is this guy for real, Kev? Like, come on, dude. Is this guy for real? What has he been watching, man? 
Did he watch SummerSlam? I love I Cena. Cena from the past. Yeah, Goldberg from the past. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Hello, Nick. Nick. Hello, Earth to Nick. Con! Yeah, Con. I can't squeak because <laughs> it's early morning over here in my time, but what the hell is wrong with this dude? It's all about the dollar, dollar, man. He's like Jay Hove. He'll never let you down. Make you bling <laughs> like that Netflix song. Oh, man. Anyway. That's Let's move right on to uh, our third match of the evening between Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre versus and Sheamus in the triple threat for the US Championship. Mike Rome delivered introductions from ringside once all three wrestlers were inside the ring. Sheamus continues to wear his friggin' face shield. The babyface duo teamed up on Sheamus to start. The action spills over to the ringside where Priest backdrops Sheamus into the timekeeper's area. McIntyre stood in the ring and pointed at Priest, who smiled and nodded. And then we get an ad for Tuesday's NXT and focus on Samoa Joe and Ilya Dragunov appearing on the show, which should be interesting and already sounds like same old, same old, same old, Kev, by the way. Well, that match there? Or the, are you talking about no, NXT? About, yeah, NXT. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, uh, like, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and... Uh... JC Jane have a segment together too. So it's, it sounds like the same thing. They just tweeted it. And right. those three are fucking hot. So I noticed that tweet. <laughs> we'll probably get fairy music as the intro too, but we'll see. We'll watch it tonight. Actually, we should cover it tonight, Kev, if you want, if you're up for it. I believe I can. Uh, I'll let you know for sure a little later on though. Oh, no problem, man. But anyway, we, we, hit, we hit hour number two with Priest at ringside. McIntyre works over Sheamus with a suplex. McIntyre went for a future shock DDT and Sheamus avoided it. Sheamus then sends McIntyre through the ropes into the ring post. Priest returned and threw a spin kick at Sheamus and then hit both opponents with elbows in opposite corners. Priest and McIntyre square off briefly until McIntyre clotheslines Priest to ringside. McIntyre performed a flip dive over the top rope onto Priest and Sheamus on the floor. Then we go back inside the ring. McIntyre puts Priest down with a Mishinoka driver for a near fall. Then McIntyre sets up for a superplex, but Sheamus returned and hit him from behind. McIntyre was hanging in a tree of woe as Sheamus set up for a superplex on Priest. McIntyre then sits up and suplexed Sheamus, who superplexed Priest in a good Tower of Doom spot. Then Priest sets up McIntyre for his finisher, but Sheamus blasts him with a bro kick. Priest tumbled to ringside, and then McIntyre rolls up Sheamus. McIntyre counted down for his finisher, but Sheamus beat him to it with a big knee for a good knee fall. This is awesome. Champ breaks out after that. No, it's not. I don't know how they chant that, but it, it is what it is. Sheamus then performs a white noise from the middle rope for another knee fall on McIntyre. Priest returns and ducks a claymore kick from McIntyre that took out Sheamus. Priest ended up hitting the reckoning on McIntyre and pinned him clean for the one, two, three. Damian Priest defeats Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat match in around 21 minutes to retain the U.S. Championship. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, for all, that's a really good match. And uh, when the match first started, uh, the bitter WWE fan got was into, into me, and I'm like, Sheamus is just in this match to take the pin. It's going to be same old, same old. Um, then, uh, surprisingly, uh, Damian won strong, and he pinned Drew, which makes him look even stronger. Um, I didn't like Drew getting pinned, but uh, I was thinking about it a little bit. 
and it's probably going to lead to him getting drafted to SmackDown. He's he's kind of been on like stagnant right now, so it's okay then. It, it built Damien up a little bit. Match was good. Well, look, it was a good match and a huge win for Priest. No doubt about it, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay with the uh, the outcome. It was, it was really good match for Raw. Raw standards, it's an awesome match. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was probably the match of the night so far. No doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we move on to a video package recapping Bobby Lashley beating Goldberg and putting his son in the hurt locker SummerSlam. Uh, real quick. Who's, yes. Who's the bigger douchebag, Hook or uh, Gabe? No. Oh, I'll is say Hook. <laughs> yeah, I'll say Hook to be honest, but uh, but Gabe is just a fucking goose, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get those guys off my TV. <laughs> Nepotism at the finest. I'll be honest, man. I don't mind Hook, man. You know what I mean? He tries to be like a, you know, he comes across like a, like a kid that bullies kids, you know, in high school or some shit, bro. Yeah, but he's playing against adults, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> but he, what is he? I think he's he like nineteen like Marco years Stunt. old. Dude. Do that to no, Marco Stunt. It'll be different. He's taller than Marco Stunt, and you could take him more seriously than Marco Stunt. Let's be honest here, Kev. Come on. I'll give you that. Okay, we'll give you that. Give the kid, give the kid some credit here, man. I'll give him that one. <laughs> All right. Well, moving right along, footage airs of WWE cameraman catching up with Goldberg at what appeared to be a garage. Goldberg limped and said he suffered ligament damage and needs surgery. Uh, you reckon, Bill? <laughs> anyway, he he Goldberg called Lashley a dirty son of a bitch. Ooh. He said his son's shoulders jacked up and his neck hurts. Goldberg then says object, objective has changed. He said that he's not coming for the WWE Championship, you fucking loser, right? He's coming for Lashley's soul, and he will rip it from his chest. No, you won't, Bill. You will not. Anyway, we get Reginald's park fetish uh, continued. He was shown earlier today visiting another park. R-Truth had a blonde wig on and was playing with Akira Tozawa, who was dressed in a dog costume. Can this get any more absurd or what, Kev? What the fuck? Punk, and this is how his next segment on TV is. <laughs> oh, boy anyway Reginald runs away and uses acrobatics to avoid his would-be WWE 24's title challenges Tozawa unmasked and told Truth that he told him that the costume wouldn't work Truth told him that every dog has its day who Bruce gives Pritchard a <laughs> definitely Bruce Pritchard listen Bruce fuck's sake why what the fuck man Fuck, seriously, I, who the fuck, who the fuck dresses up a professional wrestler in a dog costume? Portozawa. I haven't got used to his ninja outfit too. I didn't. I don't hate it anymore. Now he's wearing a freaking Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, at least his name is like a dog. I mean, you could call a dog Akira, right? Akita, Akita. Yeah, well, that's a breed, Akita. But I'm talking about as a name, like calling your dog Akira, like Tozawa, Akira Tozawa. I only know Akira from the uh, the anime. True, but I, I'm just, it's just it just sounds like a dog's name though. You know what I mean? But anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter because then we move along to Eva Eva Marie making her entrance. Ooh, me, uh oh! I'd I buy feeling? that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that for oh, a dollar. Oh man, Miss Camel Toe in the house. <laughs> Even if you drop that on me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. If she, if she doesn't win this, 
Kev, I just don't know, man. I can't see her losing it from you, bro. Nah, she won the dollar today, and that she's tied for first place on the year now with ten dollars this year. I think she's gonna win it all, bro. Probably, probably. I think her, she will. Her and Carmella are tied right now. Then uh, Britt Baker's up there, and Mandy Rose are up there, and then uh, Scarlett was up there, but she's off TV. Take Connie's got a bunch. Some hotties out there. Well, definitely some hotties out there. No doubt about it, man. Shout out to the hotties out there. I'd buy that for a dollar. Let me hear you. I'll it. buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> or do you want me to do it in a full Aussie accent? I'll buy that for a dollar, mate. Crikey. Crikey. That's a. <laughs> crikey. Crikey. <laughs> nah, crikey. Kevin, this crikey, mate. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. I, I won't lie, bro. But the crikey's your, your word? Crikey, mate. It, it's so fucking, like, cheesy, you know the, bro. Do you know the Philly word? I told well, you before. That? John? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what was it? John. John? John, J-A-W-N. That's the Philly word. J-A-W-N. John? John? Yeah. yeah, give me that John. It, me it's kind of like, like it can mean anything, too, but we always know what it is. Like, yo, pass me that John. Who's that John okay. over there? So you don't put like a Juan to it? No, nah, Juan. <laughs> Just a Juan. And what does that mean? And why Juan? It means anything. Like if you pay, pass me the remote. Yo, pass me that Juan. Really? You see a cute girl on the bar. Like, yo, what's that Juan's name? I just want to say to all my Philly peeps out there, no. No Juan. I had a Juan 316 <laughs> shirt before too. Oh, God, bro. So everything. So John can mean pass my phone, but it's like pass my John, man. Pass me that John. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Like how's your, like what's up with that John? Like uh, <laughs> God damn it, man. How long is that? How long has that been the thing in Philly for, man? For at least twenty years. Really? Yeah. So if you don't hear in the movies, they ain't really from Philly. I totally lost you, Kev. If you can hear me, I didn't hear a word. If you don't hear them say that in the movies when it's based in Philly, then they ain't really from Philly. Oh, so it's kind of like uh, in, in, in NYC when uh, people say, yeah, have you heard that? No, well, probably, but I didn't pay attention they all to do, it. Like only New Yorkers know it apparently, right? If one goes, yeah, and then another one will go, yeah, it's like they're both from New York. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We can let uh, Stallone slide without saying John because he was like a little older. I think it started like right after like the Rocky <laughs> movies and stuff. So you can see he's the only flu that can slide without saying John. Oh man, I love Rockies, man. Yeah. If that if that doesn't fucking uh, epitomize Pump Philly, up. I don't know what will, bro. Yep. I mean, you got to love Philly though, man. You guys are known for like being rabid, like a rabid pro wrestling city, bro. One of the best pro wrestling cities in the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm mad AEW hasn't come back to announce any dates for uh, Philly yet. I want right, to go to one. Maybe AEW is not as popular in Philly as uh, they want to be. Maybe they can't get a good arena because like WWE has the market, you know? Nah, and the, uh, nah man. You, they well, can they can use do the old ECW arena, but it's small. So oh, is that still exist? Small. They still haven't knocked that joint down? No, MLW just had a pay-per-view in it. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, AEW coming out of the bingo hall, though, man. That, I don't know, yeah. man. It will look, it will look pretty bajia. You know what I'm saying? 
They'd have to rent like like Temple University, Leochorus Center, or something. Like do it at college, but maybe it's they probably it's probably tough to get a date. Unfortunately, the party. spectrum is not around anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, and where the Sixers play, obviously WWE does oh, that. Fargo, so. yeah, at Wells Fargo Center, yeah. isn't it? Man, why why can't they go to Wells Fargo? I, I don't see WWE having a stronghold on it. Oh well, because they would say we're going to stop coming to your place if you take them. I think they they tried that a lot in the New York markets too. Well, them actually going to Arthur Ashe Stadium is a great move, bro. I think it's going to look amazing coming from the the tennis complex there, bro. Definitely. It's going to be huge. It's going to look awesome. I'm actually looking forward to that show. I mean, I think the production and just the aesthetics is going to look amazing, and and it actually makes me look forward to it. Yeah, they do a lot of unique stuff that uh, gets you pumped, stuff that's different, you know? Kind of well, like WCW yeah. back in the day when they'd have Bash right. at the Beach and Hogwild. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And what about uh, at Club La Vida, the, you know, the Nitro, the spring break Nitros? Yeah. Even the Jericho Cruise was cool. I, I, was, I couldn't wait to see yeah. that. Yeah. Even the Jericho Cruise was cool when they did the uh, Dynamite on yeah, the Cruise. Yeah. Absolutely. That was cool, man. That was cool. But just quietly, we, I, we totally uh, lost you there before the Jericho Cruise part, man. Um, well, I said like Hogwild and those, those events were cool too. Like yeah, Sturgis. Yeah. And I was saying spring break, you know, Club La Vida, Nitros. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah then I said the Jericho Cruise thing. I think I just said it. Yeah, once yeah, I came yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, anyway, let's move along because, uh, like I was saying before, even Marie makes her entrance who gets the dollar for, you know, for, I'll buy that for a dollar for tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. WWE, WWE touted its Instagram follow account. A video package then recaps the legendary Eva Marie and Dewdrop storyline. Dewdrop made her entrance, and then we moved to match number four between Eve Marie and Dewdrop. Dewdrop attacks Eva from behind, worked her over. Dewdrop performed a running cross body block on a seated Eva, but the referee didn't count because he never called for the bell to start the match. Dewdrop made her own count ring announcer. Mike Graham announced that Eva wasn't able to compete. Dewdrop takes the mic and named herself the winner. And even Reeves, Dewdrop just never got started, I guess. I mean, what the fuck was this? Nothing. Just a, just a buy time, in my opinion. Yeah. The, the, is, it, uh, is it leading to Ava getting another girl to beat her up? Or is Ava, or is Ava just going to get like a couple cheap roll-up wins to keep this feud going? Well, that's all Ava does, dude. Just be real yeah, here, that's, man. That's why why they they break this team up so soon. <laughs> right, it, uh, that is kind of surprising. I, I actually didn't mind it. Like, it's yeah, you're right. Unless there's something we don't know, like Eva. Like I'm hearing Eva's got a sh- real short term contract with WWE. It's nothing long term, apparently. That could be it. Yeah, a lot of the stuff we bitch about could be because of contracts, injuries, stuff we don't know. You know, us right. IWC. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. <laughs> Very well could be. Oh, for sure. But we move on with Charlotte Flair walking backstage when Sarah Schreiber pops out of nowhere like a stalker and (laughs) asks her about Nia Jax. Flair then speaks about being the most decorated female in history and said, long live the queen. Karrion Cross stood on the stage with his weird bondage mask on and made his entrance. It was a little better this week. It was a little better this week. They've killed him, dude. The broadcast team then announced that Cross would face Humberto Carrillo after the break, and we move on to match number five between Karrion Cross 
and Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo's entrance was televised. Yes, Cross still had that weird gladiator suspenders, you know, demolition. <clears throat> anyway, Cross dominated the match and won with the Doomsday Saito suplex, followed by the Cross jacket. Karen defeats Humberto Carrillo in around four minutes. Um, I'm not digging this carrying cross thing, dude. This demolition version. Once again, they need to show some video package who his character is. Is he just like an SNM like guy? Like, <laughs> you you no, they need to show like, is he a glad? I, I I know I'm a fan of him, but they need to like, is he just a badass? Does he fight for like in warehouses and he beats people? Like, what is he? You, you know, tell like, me, uh, Kev, what the fuck is he? I don't. I, I don't hate the uh, the mask. He takes it off. It, I mean, it, it's just to sell toys or for the video games. Sell so toys. Like, sell toys. What type of toys are we talking about? Toys that you buy at Sexyland. <laughs> demolition has like like uh, the Viking Raiders have those stupid helmets too. No one rips them. You know, demolition. Yeah. Like, ever no one ripped demolition. We love demolition. Well, yes and no. I mean, I was a big Demolition fan, but people were calling him back then wannabe Road Warriors. Let's be honest there. But they liked him. They, they were, they, you know, they rooted for him. They enjoyed their matches. Absolutely. I agree. I'm 100% in agreement. but I'm Cross just is a thousand times better in shape than Demolition was too, you know? Right. But has he got as much charisma as Axe and Smash ever did back then? Let's be honest. Too silly to say. They haven't given him a chance to. Right. He had a character oh, yeah. in NXT, and now they, they took away his character. So it's kind of tough to uh, show your charisma when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing right now. Well, in NXT, we had Killer Cross. In, on WWE Raw, we have Cross. Cross well, he still has the gender. Is he cross gender? Is he? You know, he, no. could, be like, he could be cross, cross homo. I, I, I don't know, dude. He could be it's, into goth music, be uh, the punk scene. He could be cooler, you yeah. know. He could, could be, be a death metal. He could be into death metal, and that's how he like he, he uh, rages right. concerts, fucks and people up in the mosh pits. That's it. And they, can, and they can call the band Crossbreed for you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crossbreed. And look, I yeah. hate saying that. I hate saying that because I'm a fan of 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 carrying cross. But I'm sorry, brother. I'm just calling how it is. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. I, I don't like the way they've done you, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you're right that it's it's just random. They, they just got to show why. If they show why, then everyone, not everyone, but people will be much more cooler with it. Like, why take Scarlet away from him, dude? Uh, I don't know. Maybe is she going to go solo? Is she going to stay with him? We got to wait and see how that plays out. We can't have everything right now. Bro, I don't have faith that WWE will even play anything out. And they lost that faith with a lot of people, so I don't blame you for thinking that. Yeah, man. It's sad, dude. It, I mean, I, I'm flabbergasted, for real. At least they're giving him wins now, though, right? He only has the one loss. Does he have two losses? He lost to Keith Lee once and once yes, to yeah. Jeff. You're right, he's like absolutely. five, four and two, or five. At least he's getting wins, dominantly. Yeah, yeah I guess, but... Still, that doesn't mean I'm impressed with what they're doing. They just got to show some video packages. I don't know why they don't for everybody. Who is yeah. Killer Cross? Karrion Cross, sorry. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Kevin Cross, new. Karrion Cross, Killer Cross. Show I'm Cross, us. Dude. Tell us who the new Karrion Cross is. 
Give us wow. a bad video. Right. Exactly Remember how like when uh, Lance Archer debuted and he was just fucking people up in that backyard uh, video package, like that Rumble right. thing? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Call said a mosh pitch, just fucking people up in that clothes, you know? Even with the helmet on too, he's like headbutting people. Kev, don't, don't, don't talk logic, brother. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk logic, not with this freaking company. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> how, about, how about he was... Uh, he was in a bar fight. He fought. He beat up twelve guys at once. But then the thirteenth guy, sucker, pinned him in the head with a bottle. So that's why he wears the master ring. as a reason. <laughs> well, doesn't that sound familiar? Didn't he pretty much do that in NXT by taking on all the vanilla midget? I suppose these were military, not military, but like they're a biker gang. He beat up or something, you know, by himself. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever works, man. But unfortunately, like I said, don't speak logic because that would be in logic. Just doesn't go, dude. That was just spitballing, Frank, off the top of my head in two minutes. Too. They're professional writers. They should be able to come well, up with something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They're professional writers. You said it, man. And what the fuck is going on over there, WWE? You call yourselves professionals, for Christ's sake. Anyway. I hope, I hope they figure something out before people like you turn on them, you know, because he's got talent. Oh, Jesus Christ, I, man. I think he can get over that. Seriously, Kev. They got to do something. What's that? They, no, I say I think he can get over even without Scarlet, but they got to do something. They got to show us who he is. Take that bondage shit off, right? And if, like you said, if they're going to keep that bondage shit, then tell us who he is. If he's a bondage homo, that's fine. Just tell us. Yeah. That, you know, that's just, cool. Just, hmm? Right. That's cool. That's cool. But just tell us, man, so we know what the fuck we're dealing with here. Because right now, I don't have a fucking clue, man. Yep, a, bo a curious, bored mind will always think the worst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's move on from that dreadful, depressing sort of segment, and we get a Shreba backstage asking Jax in another segment, like you said. Another one. She, another one. If she was still confident that she could splatter Charlotte Flair, Jax said she would take Flair's invisible crown and shove it up her behind Jax made her entrance. Charlotte was shown lacing up her boots in the backstage area. Graves hypes, hypes the Raw tag title match for later in the show. And then we get another fucking skit of the NXT's coming. <laughs> Video airing again. Riddle, Riddle spoke about updating his resume and boasted that he went to high school and even graduated. Good on you, Riddle. Anyway, <laughs> Auden told him to do what he's good at. And he would do the same. Riddle started listing things he's good at while Auden got annoyed. And then Charlotte Flair made her entrance to the ring. So we move on to match number six. And before I continue, what do you think of that little segment, actually, Kev? Well, well, first on Riddle, if Riddle wasn't on Raw, I don't think I could get through these shows right now. <laughs> oh, God. Or about Seriously. the Charlotte and Nia until we get to the match, actually. All right, well, we move into the match, which is match number six for the Raw Women's Championship between Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax. Actually, what am I talking about? It's a non-title match. Jax charged Flair, who ducked to ringside after the after the bell rang. We move on to hour number three officially. Flair, re Flair returned to the ring. Then she and Jax jawed, did you hear that, jawed at one another. Jax put Flair down with a spine buster. Flair rolls out to ringside for a breather. Flair returns to the ring. Jax charged and then Flair held the ropes open, causing Jax to go ringside and land on her feet. Flair then drives onto Jax and then played to the crowd. 
Flair performs the strangest looking inverted DDT ever performed for a near fall, which was weird. Let's be real there, Kevin. What the hell was that? Well, uh, you heard the rumors that some people think this was a shoot. They actually like got into an argument. Do you, do you agree with that? Or do you think this was a uh, pre-planned or just sloppy? What are your thoughts on this? I was going to say it looked extremely sloppy to the point where it could have been a shoot for you fucking know. Yeah. Watching it live, I just thought it was sloppy. But then like hearing the reports, it makes you wonder. Well, you know what they say when there's heat between two wrestlers, they're not going to make you look good, bro. So, you know, it could be. It could be that. That's why they were sloppy. Yeah. Because these these two women can do better than this shit. But anyway, as as I continue, um, we get, you know, Flair dives onto Jax and then played to the crowd, which I said before. Anyway, Flair went on, went for a finisher, but Jax kicks her off. Jax performed a wicked powerbomb on Flair and pinned her clean for the one, two, three in about 13 minutes and 55 seconds, which was a shocker. This is how Nia Jax probably should have been booked the whole time, but like 50 50 50 booking kind of like this is out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? You're like, makes you scratch your head. And, you and really, what's the context behind this win? Because you know she's going to lose anyway afterwards. So, just uh, trying to give Charlotte a lengthy title run because she hasn't had any. She always loses the belt in like two weeks, maybe. So give her a couple this, of opponents. Do you think this heat has anything to do with her old man and also her her man, Andrade? Um, it could. I honestly think Charlotte's going to leave when her contract's up. You you think? I think yeah, I do. That'll be a huge loss to WWE if that happens, dude. But how long? She might have four years on her contract for all we know, though, too, you know? So that well, she ain't change. going nowhere then unless WB release it. That's why they're going to give her a lengthy title reign here and try to kiss her ass a little bit right now. She'll you beat see? Nia. Then, then November, it's Survivor Series, so you won't have to put the title on the line. That's a two-month title reign already. But lately, they've been booking her like shit, dude. They have. They have. But the one thing she hasn't done is had, like, a good title reign. And I think they're going to give her a lengthy one. And to them, wins and losses doesn't mean anything, which is what kills the product because <laughs> they're well, wrong. See, right. Well, I kind of disagree with you on Charlotte. I don't know if they will have a long title run with her, man, because that should have been her recent title run, in my opinion. Should have been a couple of them. <laughs> There's a couple she shouldn't have had, yep. and she should have had a couple long ones. Say that again, man, because you, you cut out again. It should have been a couple of her title reigns. She should have had a couple good ones, and then she shouldn't. She shouldn't have had a couple of these runs too. Like they've they yeah, booked I her terrible. Yeah, see, that's why I think there's some sort of heat behind these losses, man, and they're booking. There's there's always a reason to what they do. So uh, they're trying to kiss her ass, but be backhand like passive pessimist or uh, passive about it, passive aggressive heat. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So when she's like, well, I thought this was. A if she says like, hey, if she says, "Hey, you booked me," what do you mean? You had a six-month title reign. You were booked amazing. They they know how to manipulate. Absolutely, man. And really, this match was just garbage. It is, but I'm, I, I kind of want to watch it again because of those rumors, though. To be honest, <laughs> it made me a little True. more interested in this feud. True, I agree. I, I wouldn't mind looking back over that too. But anyway, we move on. And we get a package that was aired from last week's main event that resulted in Riddle pinning AJ Styles. 
But we move on backstage where John Morrison said he was supposed to have a match against The Miz, but he backed off or went to Hollywood. <laughs> he said he wanted to prove he was bigger, he was the bigger man, and he still does. Morrison said he asked for a match against the largest human being. He knows the camera pulled back and showed that Morrison was talking to Omos, who said it sucks to be you. Omos then walks away. Morrison looked sad and said, yeah, I guess it does. And then we get Omos and AJ Styles making the entrance. Before I continue, what do you think of that little segment with Morrison and Omos? Well, first, like, uh, why is, like, they, can they give us a better reason why Miz isn't there? And then why would he lose to Omos? Like, you Morrison's kind of corny. Morrison was like, uh, I know he needs to be a face to sell his shirts, but it worked. Right. His gimmick worked right. better, the moist thing when he was a bad guy. But uh, so it's going to be I weird agree. how he's got to. He's got to figure out how to uh, make this cool if he can. If anybody can, he can. He's like a fucking god, you know. He's like perfect physique, you know. He's cool. Right, He's got to figure it out. He's got to. Yeah, I hope he can figure it out. Right this week, it didn't work. Right, but when you get fed chicken fucking shit, it's going to be he hard for him it. to make chicken salad, man. Right now, it was, but uh, as, as corny as he was before, it. Somehow, only because it was him, it worked a little bit, you know? So hopefully he figures it out. I agree, I agree. Well, we move on uh, to Omos, which is match number seven, with AJ Styles versus John Morrison. Morrison brought his stupid bucket of drip sticks to the ring with him. Morrison approached Omos with a drip stick, and I don't really think it's it, it was stupid, but it's getting stupid in in many ways, man. Let's be honest, Kev. With the, with it's the just stick. a yeah, it's just a water gun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but come on. But anyway, it is corny. Morrison approached almost with a drip stick, but almost swatted it away to start the match. Morrison stumbled while doing a a Parker spot at ringside. Almost clotheslined him and then threw him back inside the ring. Almost used his Baldo bomb to f- bomb finisher and scored the clean pin. In two minutes, dude. That's First nasty. of all, like he, Morris is about to get a really good feud with Miz. So why are you having him lose already? And uh, second of all, you know who'd be a great person to be on NXT right now and the, the rebrand? Omos would be because he's not ready for the main roster. <laughs> right, I agree. But in saying that, I think he gets it though, man. I think he gets the psychology part of things pretty well for a green guy. Um. Yeah, he'd be, be perfect for NXT. <laughs> He's not ready for like Raw no. every week yet. Maybe like a, like a match every six months where you protect him. Look, he, I agree with his in-ring, he, he's green as shit, but I think he's got a charisma about him, man, which is why I think they brought him up to Raw in the first place. I don't think he needs to go mm-hmm. to NXT. I think he's booked the way he should be booked, to be honest. You think he's just on too much? They're... they're uh... Not yeah, see, I remember, well, I remember we had this conversation. I believe it was you and I actually, and you said if they use him sporadically, yeah, like as a special sort of like attraction, it works. Yeah, and yeah, I said, right, and I said I, I bet they won't go that way though because they just won't, right? Yep. And Imagine yeah, how and a legendary Big Show would be if they didn't have him wrestle every week too. If he was just an attraction. Right, but to be fair, WCW will make him wrestle every week, and he was very athletic during his WCW run, man. He also beat Hogan. Yeah, he did. That's right. He was, and he got the WCW championship off Hogan during that time. But but moving on to Omos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
look, I think it was the right way to go with him getting the win. I just think it was the wrong matchup because Morrison, it, it kind no, of buries him, man. Yeah, I would have went with a fuck finish. You don't have a Moss lose this either. You have a DQ somehow. Right. If, if Miz isn't really there, you have him hired some crony, paid security to do something. You know, you can come up with something. Right. Well, have anyway. Can Maurice, can Maurice fly in there and like do like bring Maurice in for a one-off? Well, yeah, no, I agree. But we'll, we'll move on to Xavier Woods making his entrance for his match against AJ Styles. The broadcast team announced Seamus Knight, Jackson, the Viking Raiders as a guest for Raw Talk later on it after the show. So we move on to match number eight between AJ Styles with Omos versus Xavier Woods. Styles set up for an early phenomenal forearm, but Woods rolled out of the ring on the other side to avoid it in what Graves called a brilliant maneuver. Styles then drop kicks Woods through the ropes. Styles targeted the left knee of Woods. Later, Woods put Styles in a tree of woe. And drop kicked him. Woods covers Styles for a two count. Styles then rolls out, rolls out. Woods into a calf crusher on a bad leg. Woods nearly reached the ropes, but he tapped out instead. And AJ Styles pretty much buries Woods in about seven minutes. <laughs> what do you think? I'm just trying to think. Is it what's this setting up? Is this uh, the new day going to be fighting AJ and Omas eventually, and Orton and uh, the Bros break up? Kev, like uh, I said all night. Fuck Divino, bro. It's cool seeing Xavier Woods solo right now, too, and seeing what he's got, but they're also not giving him enough time. AJ is right. always awesome. It's just like, uh, yeah, like, what's the point? Like, AJ's in a tag team. So is Xavier. Like, what? The booking is just confusing, like you I said. I agree. And just quickly, what up, Godwin Kofi Bukaye? Is that how I say it? Or is it Bukaye? I don't what? know how to pronounce it. Godwin Kofi Boakye. <laughs> what are you trying I, to I say? Know, I, yeah, I know I've botched your name, man. <laughs> if you see in the chat, Kev, tell me if you can pronounce it better, but uh, I can't. But nevertheless, oh, okay. shout outs, brother. I hope yeah. you're enjoying the show. But um, in saying that, we'll sorry, sorry, sorry. That's why I didn't know sorry? what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about Kofi Kingston. That's why oh, I didn't no, know you were no, talking no. about. I apologize. One of the listeners' names is uh, Kofi. That's but, it. So sh- shout out to Kofi. But uh, like we were saying, AJ Styles pretty much gets the win over Xavier Woods in a seven-minute match. But it was a well-worked match, but it wouldn't have gone any other way. AJ had to win. But like you said, I don't know, man, if this is setting up to Survivor Series possibly. I don't know if it's setting up to a tag team title match. I don't fucking know, bro. Is it set up for Xavier to go solo eventually? But then he would have. You think he would have gotten? Nah, he won't last. He just, in my opinion, he just would get lost if he was to go. Yeah, you gotta try it out eventually. You know. I guess yeah, you but it'll to. be the death. It'll be the death of him if they do that, man. He'll be future endeavored within a year, <laughs> possibly. He's so charismatic, though. You never know. He'll come up with something to get over. He's I a hope very you're smart, right, guy. bro. I hope you're right, man. Because he is. He very. He really is a smart guy. But um, I'll never be a main eventer, but I could see him with an intercontinental or U.S. title run one day. I'd be, I'd be up to seeing that. Yeah, I can see that. They'd probably do it at the start, but then I could see him sort of fading away with it. You know what I mean? But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll, we'll just see yeah. where this goes, first of all. But it makes no sense why this is even happening anyway. So. Yeah, it made no sense for tonight, but yeah. The whole show did not fucking make sense, bro. Let's be honest. 
maybe they are trying just to not have the same matches every week, so they just went pretty random. <laughs> yeah. This is literally something they must have all picked out out of a hat, dude. That's the only way I can fucking put any logic to it. Yep, paint by numbers. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we move on to match number nine between Randy Orton and Riddle versus Bobby Lashley and MVP for the Raw Tag Team titles. AJ Styles sat on commentary while Omar stood behind him. Early in the match, MVP rolled to ringside. Lashley checked on his partner. Riddle performed a springboard moonside onto them. Riddle was then isolated and eventually made a hot tag to Orton, who worked over MVP. Orton struck the Viper's pose. Lashley tried to enter the ring. Orton spotted him, kicked him, and dropped him with a draping DDT. Orton then struck the Viper's pose again. When Orton stood up, MVP blasted him with a Mafia kick. And then Lashley tagged in and threw a shoulder block at Orton in the corner and then played to the crowd for heat. Lashley then executes a neck breaker and then set up for the hurt lock, but Orton avoided it and went in and went in for an RKO, but Lashley stuffed it. Riddle then tagged in and ended up hitting Lashley with a knee to the head. Riddle followed up with a floating bro, but MVP broke up the pin. MVP then tags in and put Riddle down with another mafia kick. Then Riddle went for the playmaker, but Riddle avoided it and knocked MVP down with a kick at ringside. Lashley then hoisted up Orton, who slipped off and shoved Lashley into the ring post. Omos grabs Orton, but Riddle kicked Omos through the rope. Styles went after Orton, who slammed Styles on the broadcast table in the ring. Riddle then caught MVP with a knee to the head and a floating, and a floating bro before pinning him. And, and basically gets the win. Randy Orton and Riddle defeats Bobby Lashley and MVP in about 12 and a half minutes to retain the Raw Tag Team Championships. Not bad match. No, and I was so happy Riddle got a lot of offense in on uh, Lashley. Like, RK Bro has me caring a lot. Like, I care about them mostly on Raw. I'm so glad they won. I was a little scared. I was a little scared, too, because sometimes, like, if even if it doesn't fit the story, WDB likes to uh, pad the... Uh, their titles reigns up and stuff. I thought maybe they're going to let Lashley get like a cheap tag team title reign and then lose it the next week, but they didn't. They kept Riddle right. looking strong. Right. So I was really, yeah, I was really pleasant, pleasantly happy with this match. I, was, I have friends that don't watch Raw like at all, but they come over to my house for the pay-per-views and they all love uh, RK Bro too. They uh, they texted me to ask me if they kept the titles. So they, like RK Bro is winning. They have people caring, which is a great oh, thing. You can't say that about a lot of stuff on Raw. That's probably one of the most over things about Raw right now is them two. But before we continue, I see we got Hulk Hogan in the chat. And if that's Oh yeah, not- brother. Brother. Listen here. Yes. You know what? He's calling in. Should we should we let him should we let him come in? Call in. Absolutely, brother. brother. Let Call him tell you again. something. I want to hear Hulk Hogan. Here we go. Let's see. Is it the real Hulkster brother? Of is course, you is Hulkamaniacs. How are you guys doing on the PWC Network, brother? I love this fucking show, brother. Yeah, this Terry Balea, brother. How you going, Panetta? How you doing, Jimmy T, DJ Mass Effects, dude? I'm just over here chilling in the fucking cut in the run, you know, Dust Viper, brother. Not rolling around listening to these two fucking professionals, dude. Anyway, oh, yeah, Terry brother. That's Terry Balea now, brother. What's up, brother? <laughs> so Terry, is that really you, man? Well, I'm over here with Brother Brutai. And Brother Brutai, <laughs> me and Brother Brutai are going to Jimmy's Crabbit Shack over here in Clearwater, Florida, brother. What? 
<laughs> what? Hulkster, I just want to ask you, man. I want to ask. Yep. I want to ask. How many brothers does it take to get those 24-inch pythons, bro? Well, I gotta tell you, when you get the fucking 24-inch pythons, <laughs> you gotta work out every fucking five minutes. Just ask the rock. <laughs> Just ask Stone Cold Steve Austin, brother, when he was in the prime of his life, dude. But you know what? You gotta put me on the Mount Rushmore. Everybody knows that you gotta put me in Ric Flair. Does it matter what order we change to bigger vitamins? Can I take my vitamins and then pray? <laughs> well, it's up to you, brother, you know. <laughs> Speaking of that, you got Hulk Hogan, championship vitamin, brother. Vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, <laughs> vitamin you're just too sweet. How about vitamin D's? Oh, vitamin D, that's up to you, brother. I, I, you, you know, I get a lot of sun. Look at my hot dog skin, brother. I don't need vitamin D, brother. Hot dog skin. My hot dog skin. Come on, kayfabe, brother. My hot dog skin. Hey, hostel. Right, do me a favor, bro. I believe we had a little chat over the over the telephone one night, Hulkster, right? And you. That's right, brother. And, and you told me that you were gonna uh, send me those commercials. Do me a favor, dude. You were gonna send me those commercials of yourself. I need them sent to like a to like my email or a Dropbox, if that's okay, so I can well, download them. Well, that doesn't work for me, brother. But I'll tell you this: I'll do it anyways, dude. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Cause you know, that was my famous line, the Vince McMahon, or fucking that idiot Eric Bischoff. I'm gonna tell him, you know what, Hulk Hogan, that doesn't work for me, brother. I'm taking creative control, brother. Because what you're gonna do when the PWC runs wild on you, brother? Hey, brother, I don't want to take over the show, brother. Have a good one. Hulk you got a mile off me. Before you go, Hulkster, all right, I just want to say, was it really, whose fault was it when the Mega Powers exploded, man? Was it you or was it fucking Poffo? Well, you know, uh, Randy Poffo, a.k.a. Macho Dude. You know, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. We have our fucking problems in real life, brother. But you know what? We're real brother brothers. And I got to say that dude's the real crazy local in the cabeza, dude. Of course, it was Randy Macho Man Savage, brother. He's real paranoid. I didn't grab Elizabeth's ass, brother. I believe you did, bro. There's fucking evidence that you did grab her ass, oh, well, man. Well, that doesn't work for me, brother. I just lifted her up, brother. She put her ass in his hand. That's all. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> she put her ass. Not my fault, brother. It's not my fault. My hand is fucking gigantic, brother. <laughs> well, Hulk, it was it was a pleasure having you on, brother. <laughs> brother. Oops, I didn't mean to say that, brother. But but in saying that, it was a pleasure having you on. And please feel free to call in any time on the PWC, my friend. Well, I gotta check my schedule. What? That's that's great to know, dude. <laughs> and what you gonna do? The whole comedia runs wild on you. Turn the lens out, bro. <laughs> Jimmy, you know how much money you owe him for saying brother for royalties you owe him right now? Oh man, man, that it's was like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Hulkster, ladies and gents, and and boy, brother, man, he sounded like the real deal. Yeah, it was. It was the real deal. How else would he know about? <laughs>
Miss Elizabeth put S in his hand. <laughs> That's the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh. oh, that was brilliant, man. But fucking, oh man, shout outs to Hulk to Hulk Hogan once again. But uh, that that threw me off. But uh, let's go back to that main event, bro, and just the whole show in general. <laughs> After that uh, little uh, <laughs> interaction with the Hulkster brother. That's a once but, in a lifetime right there, brother. Once in a lifetime. It could happen twice in a lifetime, the way shit's going. But uh, in saying that, man, what did you think of the match anyway overall, man? It was, it was all right. It was cool. It was a good match. Good for Raw. Good for current Raw. Yeah, it was, happy the, uh, yeah, it was good. The, the right team got over, obviously. I mean, these guys, like I was saying before, they're red hot, man. They're probably the hottest thing on Monday nights right now, dude. I mean... You can't argue that, yeah. right? Definitely. Raw needs a draft quick, though, or they need to uh, get some of these uh, NXT guys over. Got to get Keith Lee back. Got to get Karrion Cross up there. But well, thank God they got Damian Priest up the ladder. They got, uh, their roster's a little lacking. but Yeah, that's true, man. I mean, let's, let's be real over uh, here, man. Get Angel Garza up there or something, too. You know, he's on the roster. Yeah, yeah, Angel Gaza. Isn't he injured? Oh, is he? I didn't hear that. I yeah, thought he was no, on main event two weeks ago. Did he get hurt on main event? I don't know. Just the last I heard, I haven't been watching main event, but the last I heard, I thought he was injured. Like he had knee problems, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Possibly. We don't hear anything about him, so I could have been two months ago, which I'm thinking of. True. <laughs> and God knows, only God knows what the fuck WWE's doing, dude. So. <laughs> Who, who the fuck knows? But, man, this Raw was one of the most confusing episodes I've ever watched, brother. A lot of people liked it just because it was different. Um, I'm glad that much of it, you know. It still was a little boring to me. It's tough to stay focused the whole time. They did well, some good things. Some, Like you said, too, it was really weird booking decisions. Weirder well, than usual. It was more random. Yeah, it was definitely bipolar, bro. Yeah, but there's more ups than usual, which is a good thing. That's a good trend, hopefully. Oh, uh, you know what else bothered me a little bit too? What's like, that? Uh, we, knew, we knew Adam Cole was a free agent, and that was like his yeah. first chance to be on the show. Right. I wish he would have up. That would have just made the show feel special. But I guess he's probably in AEW. Well, let's be real, man. At the moment, AEW is the in-fucking-promotion. It is the hottest thing right now. Yeah, sure, the ratings don't fucking say so. But when you feel the vibes between both shows, even Rampage has got a fucking a big night feel compared to Raw anyway. SmackDown at least has a big fight feel sort of thing. But Raw well, just feels... I, don't I know, asked man. people this on, on, on Twitter. I said, what's your favorite show and what's the one you look forward to watching the most? And my answer was, I, SmackDown is my favorite show right now, but Dynamite I look forward to watching the most just because anything could happen. There could be some surprises... Maybe right. like Adam Cole will show up. Maybe Ric Flair shows up. You know, it's just got that more anything could happen feel. No, it's not like Absolutely. 90s quality yet, but like it's got that feel and it's definitely Absolutely. trending. up. I agree 100%, man. And and that's the only shows I look forward to watching, bro. For real. Yeah. And they just feel special right now, man. Whereas WB at one stage were looking on the way up just a couple of like over, just over a month ago. And then it just back to the same old shit. And now this, 
I don't even know where they're going, man. Well, when WWE does surprise us, remember like uh, Karrion Cross debuts. Oh, he lost to Jeff Hardy. Like that had a chance to surprise us and make us happy, you know? Like Keith Lee shows up, it does nothing his first time back, you know? Like they don't do the right surprises. They don't get you high and keep you high. They do the surprises that the fans don't want, bro. Or like they, they, they ruin it, you know? Right. And they, and like, I, feel oh, they do well, I, I wish you didn't come up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so true. But, and it was a topsy turvy up and down raw, man. There was, sure, there was a few great moments. But this show was just a clusterfuck. It made no sense unless they're booking ahead to Survivor Series. Excuse me. That's the only logic I can come up with. Other than that, if I, it's not the case, then this show was atrocious. I honestly don't like Survivor Series. I, I wouldn't even consider it one of my big four, to be honest, anymore. It's like oh, an inconsequential. That's a big harsh, bro. Money in the Bank is my in my big four. That's actually more meaningful. I, uh, But, man, Survivor Series is the second oldest pay-per-view in WWE history. Sound to cut it loose, my friend. They, 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 uh, the Raw versus SmackDown doesn't matter. They don't do the tournament thing like they used to do. It's just random tag team matches that don't mean anything. It's kind of like a like a pause month. It's a stall pay per view now. Oh man, that's a bit harsh, bro. I don't know about that, but I know what you're saying, and it's been stale for a few years now. Let's be honest, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. The only time, but the last time it was felt uh, meaningful was when NXT was involved. Yeah, and that was a great Survivor Series, actually. Yeah, but now who cares if, like, uh, Baron Corbin shows up on Raw again? Like, you know, like, who cares? Yeah, I know what you're saying, man. That That's true. I, I get you. I get where you're coming from, man. But yeah, it is what it is, man. And you don't get title matches either, so it's even a boring pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- look, at the moment, they just seem to be skimping on fucking um, Extreme Rules for whatever reason. They just don't give a shit about it, it seems. But if you don't give a shit about it, then why even do it in the first place, man? Well, like extreme rules shouldn't even be a pay-per-view anyway. It should be a build up. Well, I'm never mind. That's yeah. like you should have extreme old matches if it fits the feud. Yeah, right. But you know, fucking, uh, you know how it is. Money, I mean, money, uh, money, money. Speaking of money, Hulk Hogan's joined us again in the chat. What up, brother? <laughs> but, uh, but you know what, man? I think that covers it, Kev. I mean, is there anything else we need to cover? Um, oh, I wanted to say something on Rampage real quick, too. Oh, go for it, please. The, the week after the CM Punk show, they should not have done a tape show. They had the world in the palm of their hand. It was the hot show. That should not have been a tape show. And if it was, it should have been a stronger card. It just showed okay. like you had they went there like 1.1 million viewers with CM Punk. And they dropped every person that extra that watched it didn't watch the, uh, the following week. They had the world cool. in their hands right there. What was the ratings, down? actually? I didn't catch it. 700, 700 some thousand. So they, they lost everything because uh, of Punk. They should have jumped on that. when the, You got to strike when the iron's hot. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Punk did make an appearance on uh, Rampage, funny enough, pre-taped. at the end of the show. Yeah, I don't know if you pre- saw it. Yeah, pre-taped, shitty, two-carat thing. That was all right. It was funny that, that um, Christian was dropping a few F-bombs, which is funny. But uh, in, but other than that, I mean, it was just this suck seeing Punk's dick sort of session. You know what I mean? That's fine too. But if it was live and you had the feel of the crowd, it would have been much better. True, I agree. But I agree. I'm not a billionaire, so you know. No, no, no. You're right, man. 
I mean, at the end of the day, TK did say that Rampage was supposed to be equivalent to Dynamite. And mm. it was, and it was pretty much up until this week. And I like Rampage. I like the, I like the theme. I like the feel. I like the energy. I think it's got. I even like the name. I think it's got a lot of, like a I, lot I, going I, for it. I just that week killed some momentum. I just would have kept it live a couple more weeks until the buzz wore off a little bit. Yeah, that's true, man. Nah, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I mean, it was always going to be hard to top off that CM Punk moment. Let's be real now. That might have been why they wanted to do that too, to have a cool down, you know, because it's going to be you can't keep that up until less, until Daniel Bryan comes and then whoever their next big signing is. I'm <laughs> glad you brought DB up because I can't wait till he makes his entrance to Europe's final countdown, dude. Yeah. Do you know how over yeah. he's going to be with that theme, bro? American Dragon finally on American dude. television. On yeah. Worldwide television, Kev, man. Not just national, but worldwide, brother. I mean, dude, right. when you hear when you hear that, do 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 I'm like telling you, the place, theme song. <laughs> bro, the place is gonna go unglued. Yep, can't wait. I'm, That's why I get excited for those shows. You know, that's what Raw and SmackDown are missing right now. Absolutely. Well, Vince said it, man, on his last conference call when he said that we're just gonna feed him talent, pretty much. And then Bray Wyatt got released. <laughs> and I think they signed up Bray Wyatt too, bro. I think they're going to get him. I think what Vince is doing right now is going to pay off in the long term. Because guys like Sammy Guevara and stuff that aren't, are going to get phased out and not get titles and crap are going to end up coming to NXT. And that's like Wardlow might too. If he's going to be a, if he's going to be a bodyguard for another two years before he gets a solo run, you know, well, I think it's going to pay off. These young guys are going to start coming to WWE. Wardlow would be a big deal in WWE, bro. That's, I wish they took him the first time when he was there. Yeah, well, when you know, WWE, they've time. already, you know, they already had Brock Lesnar. He is yeah, a carbon copy. He is really, in a way. Nah, I see him as like a bigger rhino. No, that's, I don't know if that's a compliment, but. Rhino's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I've always been a fan of Rhino too, but Rhino was short and stocky, as, you know. Yeah, like, like tall, he's like a taller Rhino. That's what that's like a Vince's dream, you'd think. No, I don't know about that, man. I don't think he likes short and stocky. He likes big and strong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He likes big boys, bro. He does. He does. Woodlow's not small. No, he's not. That's why he'd be a hit in WWE. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying well, he is anyway. like a taller... He's a taller version of Rhino. He'd be awesome. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But he uses a lot of uh, Brock Lesnar. Like, what's his finisher? The F10? He'd have to change his finisher, absolutely. Yeah, see what I mean? But, uh, but anyway, Kev, uh, is, is that is that everything? Do we need to cover anything else? I mean, I think we've pretty much yeah, covered we everything. Long. Yeah, we went pretty long. I think we're uh, good. I good, think we're good, good, good too, bro. We were losing much Yes, and before we go, that's right, Uzi Machismo. But please like and subscribe to the PWCnetwork.podbean.com where you can find everything PWC. But also, <coughs> excuse me, please like and subscribe to Hitting the Marks Network.podbean.com where we've officially joined the family. Shout out to Jago and RBV for that one. And um, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T, his sexy time Panetta. And you've been listening to the all-new Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network and the Hitting the Marks Wrestling Network.
Peace. Challenges the former United States champion. Demo, 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 demo. I can't believe I'm saying this, fella. Chill <laughs> But listen, that's where the greatest maneuver in WWE history, the bro kick comes in, yeah? because I'm gonna take that kick, wipe that smile off your face, and take back my gold. Uh-oh! Gentlemen, now as much as I want to see Priest beat Sheamus's ass for the 500th time, I think it's time for something fresh. I think OKC in the WWE Universe deserves something new. 
Well, there is one title that's eluded me my entire career. I've won the WWE Championship, Intercontinental Championship, Tag Team Championship, but I have never been United States Champion. So what I propose is Drew McIntyre versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship tonight. What is good for business is the almighty Bobby Lashley faces Damian Priest and becomes a double champion. That is good for business. I like the sound of that. What an accomplishment that would be for Bobby Lashley. The Raw Tag Team Champions! Since the word of the day today is open challenge, why don't we, me, and my best bud, Randy, have an open challenge against you, Bobby, and his own personal Brodeo Clown MVP? and stuck his sandal right in it. You're on, we accept that challenge. Yeah. Now you, Seamus, why don't you do us a favor, kick that Pendejo's ass, take his Pendejo, United States yo, watch your mouth, because I'll put your teeth down your throat. So that we can handle this hey guys, business. take it easy. No, no. Tag team match tonight, you're on. Or are you scared? So, you got an answer? That sounds good to me, I'm good, bro. Guys, hold on, hold on a second, hold on, guys. Please, calm down just a second, if you please. There is no need to start any of the fireworks now, because the way we see it is we have two huge main events standing right in front of us. You're right, Sonia. In fact, Damian Priest, you can consider your open challenge closed, because tonight you will defend the United States Championship against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat match. Wow. Oh, oh my God. And MVP and the almighty WWE Champion will team up and take on the Raw Tag Team Champions tonight. tonight. This is enormous. Three titles on the line. Bad news for MVP! Oh, 
the Orton Boys to make sure the first title defense of RKO is a successful one. This crowd here in Oklahoma City is loving it. The Apex Predator taking MVP apart so far. Oh. Oh, MVP gets the boot up just in time to stop Orton's forward progress. It's oh. Only temporarily. MVP looking to secure the Raw Tag Team title. Oh! Riddle takes down MVP with a kick. Both men are down. Both men need to make tags desperately. But Lashley just set his sights on the Viper. Oh, no. Riddle suffered a similar fate earlier on in this matchup. Now for Orton. Oh! Great reversal now, at the now, last moment. Now, now almost now. Wait, now. What? Style to Seno Moss. Now. No, 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 no! Omos has just Riddle. interfered in the match! Look out! And now AJ Styles! Oh. Styles crashing into our announce table in the ring. MVP has Riddle who lands on his feet. Pump knee connects, MVP's down. Can Riddle end this match right now? From the top, floating oh. bro! Assaulting AJ Styles on the outside. Oh. There goes the Almighty with the spear. Cut Riddle clean in half. Amidst the chaos, it is now Riddle who is at the mercy of the Almighty WWE Champion. And here comes Randy Orton with the RKO. Oh, I don't believe it. Uh -huh. He has RKO'd the Almighty WWE Champion. A united front on display.
The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. 